Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 314 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Kelly Lebazuski. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Kelly, I really hope that I said your name the right way. We all put our best guesses together. It's a fun (laughs) name. Yeah. I got the ski right. I know that. (laughs) What if it's Sky? (laughs) Is that Polish? I think it is because I'm friends with some people who have the ski to last name mm-hmm. yeah i know a kowalski <laughs> i know an Anthony. jacob no like literally <laughs> no i really do i know i thought about that at first on it anthony and anthony porosky oh yeah from mm-hmm. uh you know what i'm trying to say what queer eye mm. <sighs> well Today, we will be discussing part one of chapter six of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the ghoul in the pajamas. So make sure you've read the chapter and you're ready to boo your way through the details. That echoed off the walls. It did. Yesterday was Halloween, so <laughs> ghoul Halloween. What did, oh, ODOT put on the signs. ODOT is um, Ohio Department of Transportation. They put... Um, don't be a ghoul. Follow the rules. Yesterday on the I little signs all around Ohio, <laughs> I saw that and I loved it. <laughs> oh man! Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends. Because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our all of our exclusive extras. Thank you all so much for your support. Send Potter stories or any fun stuff, questions, or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Recap! Oh my god, I didn't even look you in the <laughs> eye. It's a ghoul. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> if it was a ghoul, you just moan and drool. Right, now spit on yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> he drools. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like that kid from Big Daddy. Oh my god. Yeah, where he would spit all the way down to the ground and then suck it back don't, up. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't. Awful. You know what I'm it talking about though, right? Yes! I can't watch it. It's I so bad. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Pour one out for our fallen, fallen, fallen warrior. Mad-Eye Alistair Moody. Mm. We hardly knew ye. Because we really actually didn't. Because we, we knew Judy. Judy. <laughs> Dick's yummy coke. Uh, <laughs> whatever. 
Um, the start of Remus and Harry's feud is super brewing. No one wants to listen to Harry. His scar starts hurting really bad. And next thing he knows, he's in Voldemort's mind. Who's just like, you know, torturing Ollivander. No big deal. It's not a big deal. All right. Summary. (laughs) Harry tells Ron his frustration with wanting to just start already. But he can't yet, literally, because he can't until the trace is gone. Uh, Mrs. Weasley tries to convince Harry that Dumbledore didn't mean he had to do something about Voldemort. Surely. And we learn that the Ministry is remaining tight-lipped about Mad-Eye's death. And most importantly, who's Harry going to be for the wedding? Will the real Harry Potter please sit down and stay (laughs) hidden? Because you can't be known. Okay. (laughs) I caught you off guard with that, didn't I? You did a little bit. (laughs) You did a little bit. All right, kids. Losing Mad-Eye is obviously very difficult for everyone. And the shock of it kind of hangs around them like a haze after it happens. Rightfully so. I mean, that's it's really shocking to everyone. And Harry keeps like expecting him to come through the door at the burrow like the rest of the members of the order do in the following days. But nope, he's gone. Yeah. And I feel like that's only natural after a loss to kind of like. Ex- I don't know. Like, I still have trouble like like be- not trouble believing but like I'll think about my grandmother and be like like I can't believe she's gone yeah especially since I didn't like see her like a ton since right. I moved here but like um everything like every time I would go down I would see her and so it's just odd mm-hmm and especially with the loss of someone who, like, appeared to be so unbeatable, like, invincible, and now they're gone. Yeah, for sure. And Harry is exceptionally frustrated, sitting and doing nothing um, on the, like, hunt and destroy Horcruxes mission. Felt like a gigantic waste of time. And it has to be so infuriating for him to, like try and busy himself with like trivial tasks such as like laundry and mucking the chickens out and things like that even though he he i do believe he's truly happy to help but um someone who is so driven as him like he's just having trouble with uh essentially doing nothing to end this right it's got to be so strange to just be like yeah we're preparing for a wedding like no offense but like not the biggest deal in the world because I've got to go take down Voldemort, you know? Yeah. The last thing on their right. minds. Right. And the interesting thing about that is he's ready to get this over with and then he thinks back, oh, I think it's into the forest again right after he sees Snape's memories and he thinks that, you know, he didn't realize that his time on Earth was tied to the amount of time it took him to find and destroy all of the Horcruxes. And I just think that that's, that's interesting is how much he is in a rush here and how later on it's such a task as it would be to get himself up off the floor to go back into the forest and die mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I just think that that's kind of interesting, like ties all the way back around to the end. It's like really sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's really, and, and the hit, I mean, obviously we're going to talk at length at the end of this book, but how he has never appreciated his body for what it was, his heart mm-hmm. and his brain. And um, does his heart know like the numbered beats that it has left? And um, I just think it's interesting because it makes us every time something happens in our life, we latch on to the appreciation of the things that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, you take things for granted as it's natural for humans to do. Yeah. I'm not always thinking about my body and what it can do, but like when something happens to somebody else or maybe, you know, you use the use of your knee for a while, like mm-hmm. you truly think about and appreciate what your body can do and your health and your wellness. And I just think that that it's an, it's an interesting tie in at the end. And I think it's a good message too. For sure. Um, Stop and smell the you know, roses, you know I have been thinking for the past few weeks every morning like I told you guys I pray on my way to work and I you know I'm like thank you God for my workout today you know whether I felt like I was really strong in it or whether I did the motions and just went through it my body was able to do it and I want to appreciate what my body can do more rather than I can't do this or right. I'm this. Be your best cheerleader. That Rebecca person in Peloton taught me that too. I like that. She was like, cheer yourself on. You are your biggest coach. She's like, don't be the coach that is constantly putting yourself down with negatives. You need to pump yourself up. And I'm like, yeah, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she'll even, she'll talk to herself. She's like, come on, Rebecca, you've got this. Let's go. And I'm like, (gasps) Tiffany has it too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Tiffany has it too. I love that. Um, Rebecca mm-hmm. Kennedy on Peloton. Rec- I recommend highly. <laughs> I've only ever done two over workouts, but I'm in love. All right, back to Harry Potter. Um, this is no deal having to go and leaving because Ron very knowingly points out to him, "You can't do anything until the trace breaks." And I just really like that we, we talked a lot about the movieisms and how Hermione's saying all these things, but it's Ron who's grown up in the wizarding world and he knows these things. And so a lot of his lines were given to um, Hermione. And I just like that he knowingly says this to Harry because, you know, I don't know. It just feels good. Feels good. Ron is not foolish all of the time. He grows a lot. He has oh, a lot yeah. of good things I mean, to say. We know he has his moment in this book, but but I think that we see a lot of Ron's growth at the start of this book. A lot of good moments for Ron. Yeah. Um yeah, and this this chapter has quite a few of them. And also I literally I'm sorry you said no deal and all I could think oh, of geez. Was it was me that said it. Karma by Taylor Swift. No deal. That Excuse me. That is not karma. What? Oh my god, it's lavender hair. You're not even a fan. <gasps> yeah, really. You s- make me sick. Wow. <laughs> Fake fan. Katie's a real fan. I'm so ashamed of You myself. should be. You should probably leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. 
You should probably like revoke my Swifty card. Yeah, you should probably like remove your Taylor Swift tattoo. It got your wallet. Oh my god! I need to go get my tattoo removed. It's true. It's true. Laser it. I'm so mad at myself. I might cry about it. Please don't cry about it. I might. She's gonna listen to Lavender Haze forty times. I love Lavender Haze. Why did I? Whatever. Sorry. If it makes you feel any better, I didn't know. Of course <laughs> <you> did. <laughs> right. As soon as I started singing that 1950s mm, they want from me, I was like, that's not karma. Nope. <laughs> Do you want to know why? It's because I just watched a TikTok about how TS11 is going to be karma and how it's coming very shortly after 1989 Taylor's version. And that is just in my head because I think it's right. You're saying a lot of stuff. Drinking all that clown juice. Pour me a big cup. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I love that Ron calls the Horcruxes you know what. <laughs> right? And I think that that's really hilarious. As I was reading, I was like, you know who's you know what. Well, I think it's funny I that he that. says Voldemort, but then says you know what. I know. I was like, hmm. That's a very, but like if they're talking about Voldemort, that seems more natural than talking about Horcruxes. Molly'd be like, pardon? (laughs) If she even knows what they are. How much, how common knowledge are Horcruxes? I feel like Lupin would obviously know. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe. Like maybe order. I know Molly's in the order, but she's not in the thick of things. I feel like Arthur, I feel like people who work at the ministry may. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you do. I think Arthur would probably know because he's like more active. He works with artifacts too, though, which like. Yeah, you would have to. He might need to identify, which is crazy. That's slant whip. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if Molly would know. Now, I don't know. Probably not. Molly doesn't know what a Horcrux is. Even though Harry's in her Guys house in th- every Sunday. <laughs> People in the chat, do you think? <laughs> do you think she knows? Dust, Dusty first says no. Very specialized I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think she would know. I don't think she would. I think However, you know, she heard that word. She'd be like, what is that? Right. And then she'd get out and some books. And then she'd find out. Yep. Speaking of books, um, Hermione has been doing some research right back in her study element and probably loving it, although the circumstances kind of suck. Um, but I think that she loves a good research topic. And Ron and Harry are having this conversation at the breakfast table, and this is very interesting to me, so let's break this down. Mrs. Weasley went to wake up Ginny and Hermione. But Ron and Harry are already at the breakfast table. And that, to me, does not add up. No. In my headcanon mind, Ron and Harry would have never been awake before Hermione. I feel like Ginny, maybe. Uh, we Depends don't really, on the day. Yeah, we don't really, like, know her as well. But I feel like Hermione is a no-go. And then I was like, oh, she's probably researching and reading and faking being asleep. So she has, so she has to be woken up. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Give herself as much time in the morning. Yeah, as because if she's up, she's doing wedding chores. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah. So maybe they maybe she's reading, researching. Maybe they're talking about Harry. <laughs> and Claudia says Ron takes breakfast very seriously. <laughs> that is true. Maybe he's down there, yeah. just ready to eat. May, maybe, maybe he's home. He's got mom's food. It could be, but I just don't he's going to be going on that. He doesn't want to do chores. What are they sleeping in my room? Why does my room got to be clean? And then he <laughs> almost gets a backhand. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think she's probably she's up, but reading. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, oh things are waking me up, mom. <laughs> Lies. Five more days until the wedding, friends. And then they're going to be able to leave and they're going to be able to start their hunt and the end of Harry's life. And Harry is really irritated, um, mentioning, like, don't they know how important this is? No. And Ron's like, no, bro. Quite literally, no, because it's a secret. Right? Dumb. Uh, Quote, Ron glanced towards the door into the hall to check that Mrs. Weasley was not returning yet, then leaned in closer to Harry. Mom's been trying to get it out of Hermione and me, what we're off to do. She'll try you next, so brace yourself. Dad and Lupin both asked as well, but when we said Dumbledore told you not to tell anyone except us, they dropped it. Not Mom, though. She's determined. Why? Mother's love? I I think that it's telling that Arthur and Remus both knew to drop it because yes um I mean I know that we talk about how Remus has trust issues but when it comes to Dumbledore he does not yeah which and (laughs) I I do kind of think that Molly it's not that she doesn't trust Dumbledore she does but she was even weary of sending them back to Hogwarts let me tell you something six right i can look at this outside my body and be like molly what are you doing dumbledore said not to tell take that as it is mom tiffany on the other hand you better tell me where you're going young man (laughs) (laughs) if that was my baby i would want to know yeah totally i don't know if i would pry as like she would um i probably would to be honest you 100 percent would phil <laughs> where are you going, where, are you going? <laughs> where do you think your cute little fluffy butt is going he can't go nowhere but honestly like i completely get it but if i remove myself from the mother caregiver position because it's not just mothers it's caregivers period yeah um i get it i can understand yeah. But then on the other hand, I'm like, let it be. It's, but then on the other hand, I'm like, no, Ron, tell your mom. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because like I do. I mean, I think for the most part, Molly trusts Dumbledore. But like I said, like there have been little blips. She's, where she's scared. She's yeah, anxious. It's a war. Yeah. It's this a war. Terrifying. Your kid could die. Ron. Literally, I mean, Harry does. So. Yeah. Like Ron literally just turned 17. Yeah, they're and all the, so young. Uh, the only one she has any hold on is Ginny, and she grasps to it so tight. And she, like, now that, like, Ron is, like, so close to being able to be grasps, grasped, but she can't. Yeah. It has to be really hard to make that switch in her brain to be, like, he is technically an adult. <sighs> Can but, you think back <sighs> to 18? It's an adult. I'm not. I was not an adult. That is that in my. I'm I know not you're an adult. You're a kid, though. Yeah. You're a kid. 
Destifer points out that she lost her brothers last oh, yeah, war. Yeah, totally. Too. She's about to give Fabian's watch over as well. Yeah. It's dented, and it makes me wonder how it got to mm. be that way. She I said like, he wasn't careful with his possessions, but I feel like something's lurking. Underneath. I like what Kayla said, too. I think that's justified given everything. She knows Dumbly is endgame thinking and not necessarily putting the lives of her kids first. Mm-hmm. Harry and Hermione included. Well, she we already know that she already thinks, and I'm not saying she's wrong, that like Harry... Hold on. Let me rephrase that. She thinks that Harry is given too much information and knows too much and like he's he is too young for that stuff but he's also the chosen one you know Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's rough yeah rough i don't think she knows nobody knows officially that he's the chosen one that's just rumors about i agree i think only dumbledore and snape right Mm, yeah i think everybody else who is close to the situation knows he's important understands that that's probably correct mm-hmm. but doesn't have like 100 percent confirmation of that right yeah so ron tells him like right you're next for this conversation and ron's predictions came true within hours guys <laughs> Is he a seer? <laughs> no, he was terrible he just and oh. knows his mother. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so very casually, Molly goes into her bit, and Harry's very honest with her, <laughs> I love this. and he tells her, "Yeah, yeah, we're planning on dropping out of Hogwarts. We're gonna be off and about." May I ask you why you are abandoning your education? <laughs> said Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> well, Dumbledore left me. Stuff to do, mumbled Harry. So much knitting. <laughs> Ron and Hermione know about it and they want to come too. What sort of stuff? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Well, frankly, I think Arthur and I have a right to know and I'm sure Mr. and Mrs. Granger would agree, said Mrs. Weasley. That's guilt tripping. <laughs> they also don't know that they have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, they wouldn't agree because they'd be like... Who are you talking about? (laughs) Her? (laughs) (laughs) Harry had been afraid of the concerned parent attack. He forced himself to look directly into her eyes, noticing as he did so that they were precisely the same shade of brown as Ginny's. This did not help. He's whipped. (laughs) Oh, what it is, man. All right. So Mrs. Weasley is in full on mom mode and you guys know my Molly stance, but I will admit that this is quite valid. So she tries to tell Harry that obviously he misunderstood what Dumbledore is saying. Like Dumbledore did not mean for him to do anything. Mm. Um, And Harry is really just quite blunt in his response and is just like, I didn't misunderstand. Mm -hmm. It's got to be me. Period. Period. (laughs) Like, so here uh, she gets that immediately and just switches gears, like literally on a dime, switches topics and everything and is just like, well, while you're here, will you help with Bill and Fleur's wedding? And he is like so caught off guard by it because he can tell she is up to something. (laughs) But of course he says yes. Um. And then it begins. Mrs. Weasley was 
absolutely heck bent on keeping the three of them apart and heck bent i know um three catherine three of them (laughs) you did that so so small (laughs) and i like how like in harry's mind he's thinking like there is a kind explanation to what she is doing but he thinks that there's something else going on. She's scheming in other ways because the kind explanation to what she's doing to them is to keep them busy to not think about Mad-Eye. Um, which could potentially, you know, be a part of it. But I also don't think that that is part of it at all. Literally, she's not thinking about that at all. It is something else. Mm-hmm. And Harry and Ginny find a moment doing a chore together. I believe that they're setting the table, if I remember correctly. And Ginny is explaining to Harry that she thinks that Mrs. Weasley believes if she can keep the three of them apart, she will keep them from planning, and then they can't leave. Which, I understand the logic. However, it's just not going to work that way i mean obviously we know how it happens but even if that had not panned out they would have just left and gone and planned somewhere else eventually they would have been like okay well obviously we got to get out of the house to get this done so um we're just gonna have to leave yeah yeah and unfortunately that is what happens not necessarily in the way that they want to but um i wish that she would have had um would have been safer to just let them plan yeah yeah I mean, no matter which way you swing it, they're going to do what they're going to do. Right. And, like, thank God they have Hermione because Mm. she is planning. Yeah. Even without the allotted time Mm -hmm. given to it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's her study schedule. Yeah. She probably got that planner out that she gave them back (laughs) in the day. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and she finds time anytime she can. Like you were saying, probably in the morning, she's doing a lot of it. I guarantee that's what she was doing. Doing magic for the bag, all of that kind of stuff. Packing late at the night, bag. Early in the morning. Packing Ron's too tight jeans. Right. Mm-hmm. Socks and underwear. <laughs> um, so Harry is he they're like muttering because they're trying to be quiet so he's like and then what does she think's going to happen someone else might kill off voldemort while she's holding us here to make voldemort (laughs) (laughs) um bingo he said this obviously without thinking because jenny's face just goes like ghost white and she's like and that's what i think a lot of people forget yeah she's in on the plan now she knows she knows and she doesn't say a peep. Yep. I mean, sure, she doesn't know about Horcruxes. Nah, but, but she, she knows what Endgame is. She knows. And that, honestly, like, I feel like that gives her confirmation, like, he's literally chosen one. Otherwise, yeah. he wouldn't be doing this. Right. Dumbledore left you things to do. She knows that because right. that's common knowledge around the house. And oh, now you're saying this. Those things are kill him. <laughs> yeah. Among other things, but right. that and is why would, the big thing. And if you're not the chosen one, why would Dumbledore ask this 16, 17-year-old person to do this job? Right. right. It, does, it would not make any sort of sense. Yeah. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. 
want to understand certain pop culture things? Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. If you're a muggle like me and you don't have Molly Weasley cooking for you every day, then you need to listen to this. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Let me tell you guys, they are absolutely delicious. I have not met a factor meal yet that I didn't like. And my favorite is the jalapeno grilled chicken, cheddar cheese. Oh, it's so good. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for, guys? Two-minute meals, fuel up fast with Factors, restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. Done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing from six to 18 meals per week plus you can pause or you can reschedule your deliveries anytime no prep no mess 
Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, no cleanup, all of that. Head to factormeals.com slash flick50 and use code flick50 to get 50% off. That's code flick50 at factormeals.com slash flick50 to get 50% off. Uh, so she's like, so it's true that that's what you're trying to do. And Hager. Harry very evasively goes, I not, I was joking. <laughs> Smooth move, X-Lax. <laughs> <laughs> Harry is not It is it 1998. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I believe that it's 1997. It's 96. Six. Yeah. See? So. Okay. It fits. It fits. They stared at each other and there was something more than shock in Ginny's expression. Suddenly, Harry became aware that this was the first time that he had been alone with her since those stolen hours in secluded corners of the Hogwarts grounds. He was sure she was remembering them, too. That's when she discovers that he does not have a tattoo on his chest. <laughs> Isn't the wait? Were we wrong about the date? Everyone's saying it's ninety-seven. Is the battle yeah, of Hogwarts this would be in ninety-eight? Oh yeah, it is. It's ninety-seven. Yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. Gosh, Discord, let a year go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so. Actually, it's 1997. <laughs> I do that to Marty all the time when he tells me like stupid facts. I'm like, well, actually, <laughs> I love. I'm that. pushing my glasses up because you can't see me. Oh my gosh! I live for math. <laughs> Katie, uh, Arthur Kingsley and Bill walk in, and that sounds like a joke set up. <laughs> no joke. Uh, but Harry like lets us know at this point that it's like pretty consistently happening that other members of the order join them for dinner quite often because the borough is now the new Grimwald place. It is headquarters. Um, so because of Dumbledore's death and because he was their secret keeper, each of the people Dumbledore had confided the location to have become secret keepers in return. So it is, like, really not safe now. I mean, it's still safe as long as everybody stays quiet, but it's, like, 20-plus more chances for the Death Eaters to get that out of someone, you know? 20-plus, huh? Yeah. And that also means that we know Snape was a secret keeper now, as well, is a secret keeper now for Grimwald Place. So Mr. Weasley also told Harry about how Mad-Eye set up curses against Snape at Grimwald Place. Um... And then as they are sitting down for dinner, Harry is squashed next to Ginny and he is feeling some feels, hoping that their arms don't brush against each other. Mm. Just trying to cut up those touches early on, you know? What a teenager. Don't you remember that? The excitement of like holding someone's hand. Yeah, I do. Actually, speaking of, Katie and I met 18 years ago yesterday. Yeah, James and Lily's death day. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and do you want to know what we were for Halloween on our first Halloween together? Um, what? Jack Skellington and Gerard Way. Who? 
from my chemical not this again my chemical romance mcr yeah thank you for remembering (laughs) i know how to pull you're welcome for the education I don't put letters together. Actually, both of us were Jack Skellington. But then when I found out that Katie was going to be Jack Skellington, I changed mine to Gerard Way by just taking Jack's bow tie and putting it in my waist. <laughs> Do we yeah. have a picture had, like, of this? A, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Oh, man. Fools. I know. I know. Jinx, you want me to click? Whatever. Wow, Megan, you're really not on it I the know. last few days. It's yellow now. Thanks. So I think to distract himself mostly, he starts talking to Bill, who's on his other side. And he's like, so no news about Mad-Eye? And Bill says nothing. Um, So we find out they haven't had a funeral for Mad-Eye because they hadn't been able to recover his body. Um, It's basically impossible to know where he fell. It was dark. The battle was chaotic. Plus, we know the Death Eaters already recovered his body probably fairly quickly anyway. So, I do hope that they did some sort of memorial for him in the future, though. I feel like they did. Well, you know, Harry kind of has his own personal thing when he buries his eye, right? right? That's nice. So, he does get some sort of tribute. But, like, I hope, like, the Order and the I, people who knew him have a I moment together. I assume that if they didn't do individual ones after the war, they did, like, a big memorial. Um, For everybody. For everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say that's canon? Or you're hoping... I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping. I agree. Um, So then Bill comments that not even the Daily Prophet has said anything about his death or finding his body. But that doesn't really mean anything because they've been keeping a lot quiet these days. Um, And Harry checks in with Mr. Weasley and is like, so the ministry hasn't, like, sent me another hearing about underage magic. Is that because... Like, is that because they don't want me telling the world that Voldemort attacked me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Weasley suspects that Scrimger doesn't want to admit that Voldemort is as powerful as he is. And he doesn't want to admit that there was a mass breakout from Azkaban. All these things he doesn't want to admit. Man, we just can't be honest, you know? And Harry says that too. He's like, yeah, why tell the public the truth? Sounds mm. like a politician, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, in the, this moment, it's described. He's so he's clenching his knife really tightly because he's very angry, and the scars on his hand stand out. And it says, "I must not tell lies." Mm. How interesting that the person who made him write that on himself does nothing but lie, and is a part of a ministry right now that does nothing but lie. Well, she creates the whole Muggle Registration Commission. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally an Easter egg for what's to come with Umbridge, too. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. That on his hand. The yeah. author does that well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the Definitely. tiny little foreshadows. There's a couple. Also, I mean, there's the a lot convers- in the beginning of the, this book. Yeah, the conversation that's going to be coming up with Dumbledore's will and whatnot, too. Yep. I um, almost forgot about that. Yeah. Scrudge Mirror United burns Scrudge a hole Mirror in his United. shirt. <laughs> In his own shirt or Things Harry's, I don't remember. In Harry. He points his wand right at his chest piece. Better buy him a new shirt. He does <laughs> not. He, uh... <laughs> I would not. He thanks him by, uh, not giving his whereabouts away and tortured to death, so... We'll accept the burn in the shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting dark. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Um, so, Ron makes a comment, like... Is there no one at the ministry that wants to stand up to him? And Mr. Weasley's like, of course there is, but yeah. no one wants to. Everyone's terrified. Who's going to disappear next? Are my kids going to get attacked? 
there's all these awful, awful rumors going around. And he is like, I don't think for a second that Charity Burbage resigned because no one's seen her for weeks. She's dead. Um, also, how Mr. Weasley says, of course they are. We even hear them up the people who are creating the pamphlets, um, you know, talking about how horrible she is. And does she have a magical? What do they say? Ear. Yeah. Something as well as an eye or something like this. Yeah, mm. whenever the um, decoy detonators go off or uh. before, right? Uh, I think I it's, it's right before because then he sends he sends it off. But how are people not... We're, we're going to have to talk about this because we don't have time right now. I know you all know Mad-Eye Moody's eye. Yeah. So why is no one... Oh. Meg's <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I, I didn't know where you were going <laughs> At with the that. Ministry. I was like, At yeah, the I know Mad-Eye Moody's eye. Right, like it's people aren't just walking around with like a magical eye like that. Like it was pretty unique, pretty one of a kind as far as I. But what are they see. gonna do? Nothing. But I wanted to hear somebody say it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess maybe the magical eye thing led to that. But I wanted to hear that it was. Yeah. I just. <laughs> do you think that it's hard to? put two and two together if you didn't like know no moody and you just see this magical eye on the door like do you think it's recognizable you know what i mean it's bright blue iris yeah whizzing around i also wonder how many of those people who are doing that specific job like how long they've been at the ministry were these people that they just like kind of brought in for grunt work you know what i mean i don't know i don't know so like maybe Maybe they don't know him. I'm sorry. All I can think of is Pokemon. Grunt. <laughs> <laughs> Team Rocket. <laughs> Team Rocket Team Grunt Rocket. appears. Uh, now I want to play Pokemon. Me too. Me too. You should play Disney Dreamlight Valley. You Jack Skellington is coming to the island. Halloween's over. Yeah, but he Christmas time. does Christmas too. What's this? Okay. What's this? Have you seen the movie? <laughs> Um, okay, so Mr. Weasley says that Scrimger just stays locked up in his office all day and says, I hope he's working on a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doubtful. Uh, he's planning on all the ways he can keep information away from people. Seems to be the trend. Uh, he's, you know, I don't know. Maybe this makes me sound cynical, but he's just such a typical politician. Like, literally... It's that's just what they do. That's what they do. He is not surprising in any way mm-hmm. or great in any way. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. just is. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why is. it's so easy for him to be overtaken. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mia says he's working on trying to make sense of Dumbledore's will. Probably. Honestly, he's shut up in his office trying to do that. Is that what you've been doing? Shut up in his office up. trying to break open a snitch. Probably. Literally. Probably, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I can hyper fixate on this. Yeah, I'll figure this out. I'll ignore the this rest will of the be world. Good. It's fine. Um, Fleur changes topics real quick. Mm. And she's like, we need to decide what you're going to be disguised as for the wedding. Because they can't risk any of the guests having too much to drink. Maybe letting something slip. And Harry gathers she still suspects Hagrid. Which I feel bad for him. For that. Mm. 
Oh, Fleur. Yeah. But here's some comic relief from all the heavy. Ready? Yes. From the book, Mrs. Weasley says. Oh. Now, Ron, have you cleaned out your room yet? Why? exclaimed Ron, slamming his spoon down and glaring at his mother. Jim Dale reading this is insane. It's so good. (laughs) Why does my room have to be cleaned out? Harry and I are fine with the way it is. We are holding your brother's wedding here in a few days' time, young man. And are they getting married in my bedroom? asked Ron furiously. No, so why in the name of Merlin Saggy left? (laughs) Don't talk to your mother like that, said Mr. Weasley firmly, and do as you're told. Do as you're told. Uh... He's no. not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But, sir, <laughs> let's speak to our mother. <laughs> Megan with an H says, poor Merlin. Why you got to do him dirty like We that? talk about Merlin a lot, though. Merlin's baggy wife runs and, and all these things. I Merlin's think that they on. use I Merlin's think, pants. <laughs> I think that they curse Merlin all the time because they just hate Slytherins. Oh my god. And he's a Slytherin. The greatest of the Slytherins. Maybe. Before me. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) That laugh. I love you too. Um, so Harry, like, he's like, well, I can help because some of that mess is mine. And Mrs. Weasley says, oh, no, you need to muck out the chickens with Mr. Weasley. And Hermione, would you change the sheets for Fleur's parents because they're coming tomorrow? I didn't know what muck out meant. It's Clean. literally yeah. a British term for removing manure and other dirt from a stable or other building where animals are kept. Do you know that torches are flashlights? Yes. I didn't. Oh, yeah, I did know that. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Did you know punting means taking a Full little pontoon? Sticks with fire. I was like, why are you still using that? When do they use that? Ness said torch the other day on her story, oh. and I really had to think about what she was talking about. <laughs> why are they, Shout out why to are they using torches? <laughs> British words. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh god. Do you know what it, do you know what they call band-aids? Oh God! What plasters? No, know what I call them? Bravery bandages. <laughs> I mean badges. Yeah, plas. I think, right? Yeah, plasters. Okay. I wouldn't know. I was questioning myself now. Uh, yeah. Do you know what they call erasers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rubbers. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's not what we say in America. <laughs> no. Nope. It's just an eraser. Okay. <sighs> There's not much to do with the chickens, but Harry gets a little bit of time with Mr. Weasley, and we find out that he has the pieces that are left of Sirius's bike, thanks to Ted Tonks. That's so awesome. A little bit more comic relief. He goes, I'm hiding, that's to say, keeping <laughs> it in here. Fantastic stuff. There's an exhaust gasket, I believe it's called, and most magnificent battery, and it'll be a great opportunity to find out how brakes work. I'm going to try oh, and put it all back together when Molly's not, I mean, when I've got time. <laughs> Like, Harry doesn't know, you know? Um, So after that, Harry manages to sneak up to Ron's room because Mrs. Weasley's nowhere around. I love this. And Ron goes, I'm doing it. I'm doing. Oh, it's you. (laughs) Plops back down on the bed. No cleaning has been done. It looks exactly as it had before. Um, And Hermione's there, too, because Mrs. Weasley forgot that she already asked her to change the sheets yesterday. And she's busy sorting books because she's the only one planning their big plan thank god 
oh, how lucky they just got to mm-hmm. finally be able to talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's see what lightning bolt questions there are. That was lovely. Thank you. Hmm. Katie K, quick answer. Would you go camping with Harry? Yeah. Totally. I don't like camping, though. Oh, yeah. I changed my answer. I also don't really care for camping. But if you're in the tent that Harry has. Oh, yeah. That's oh, fine. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Megan with an H asks, what nickname would you use? <laughs> that's what her name is. Okay. <laughs> oh, literally. <laughs> that is literally. Megan with an H. <laughs> the wrong way is what you're saying. Uh, what nickname would Megan you give Horcruxes to avoid talking about them rather than just saying, you know what? Thingies. The itty bitties. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. Inner chest piece. All right. All right. Mia asks, are your planning tendencies like that of Hermione, type A, or Harry and Ron? Hope someone else has planned and go along for the ride. Um, I count on Megan's plan. Yes. (laughs) So Um, I am Hermione. At at, at work, I'm very Hermione. But if it comes to vacations, Megan's my planner. Megan's my Hermione. And Katie and I are on and Harry. 100%. I I enjoy that role. It's all good. In fact, she just booked us a really great hotel today. Katie and I are like, thanks. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for doing that. Anytime, my dears. That's it. Okay. All right. Fan story. This comes from Kathleen from June of 2022. Which feels like forever ago now. Yeah. Ew. Ew, June. Dear friends, <laughs> I am addressing this letter to friends because like so many other Swishers, I feel like you are my friends. Hi, friend. Hi, Hi friend. friend. It is June 2022 and I'm on episode 200 and finally felt ready to share my Potter story. My name is Kathleen S. And I think I am quite a bit older than most of your listeners as I am 52 years old. Hey, I love it. Love it. I love it. I am a proud Ravenclaw with a hazelwood wand with unicorn hair core, 11 inches, and hard flexibility. The first Potter memory I have was watching Katie Sorcerer's Stone. Wand. I have a wait. That's me. I have a hazel wand. It's not like my Pottermore wand, but right. I do have a hazel wand. Yes. And and so does Tiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we have the same one, actually. From Universal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, the first Potter memory. The first Potter memory I had was watching Sorcerer's Stone with my mom. I was home recovering from surgery and had a newborn daughter, and my mom suggested the movie. Since we were both adults, I thought the choice was strange, but of course she was right, and I absolutely loved it. I watched the other movies as they were released, but was still a casual fan. After watching The Order of the Phoenix and being thoroughly confused, (laughs) I decided to read the books. I started with The Half-Blood Prince because I was dying to find out what happened next. (laughs) I proceeded to read all of the books after that. So I read six, seven, one, two, three, four, and finally five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I've never I heard under, that. Take. I understand the lack of patience though. Whenever the information is there for you to just yeah. take in. Yeah. 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 I have watched the movies over and over again, but never did a reread until I started listening to this podcast. Hmm. Now I am reading the books along with you ladies and have completely rekindled my love for Harry Potter. I tried to get my kids and husband, husband interested in Potter before but they never were 
Although my daughter did dress up for Hermione for Halloween once when she was five. Mm. Now both of my kids are in high school and they are forced to listen to the podcast <laughs> every time they ride in the car with me. <laughs> Your magic has finally worked on them and now they what? have asked to watch all of the movies with yes, me. Yes, sweet victory. <laughs> <laughs> um they they don't want to read the books yet still working on that but they love for me to fill in the gaps of all the stuff missing from the books and the movies Aww. we've just finished all eight harry potter movies and just finished and just watched all three fantastic beast movies well actually my son fell asleep while we were watching secrets of dumbledore <laughs> right now so i took the opportunity to write this email. oh my gosh i love it <laughs> <A> call out <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank you ladies for bringing so much laughter and joy into the world and for bringing me closer to my teenage children my husband is even watching the movies with us, though he pretends he isn't interested. Sounds like my dad. Lies. Thanks again for being a light in the world that can be so dark at times. Just remember, mm -hmm. happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on Swished Flick. <laughs> Your friend Kathleen. Stop it. Kathleen, you made me cry. <laughs> what a great story. Oh, that oh I have chills. Yes. don't grow up yes, yes. don't do it yep. it's not worth it um i love that we could be a part of like the fun with you and your kids especially you know sometimes as kids get older especially like high, middle school high school age we can drift from your parents but like you guys are having fun and listening and laughing and you get to connect and bond that way and i'm really happy to be a part of that yeah i really love that like, i was almost like wanting to apologize to your kids until your story kept going <laughs> i was like i'm so sorry that you're forced to listen to us <laughs> one of us works. right one, one of us join the crew <laughs> and i love like how you read the books that's a take i haven't heard and it's awesome yeah, yeah. i like it jinx yummy coke oh i always lose Maybe that's why she's so hype every time she wins and she like screams. <laughs> yeah! 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 <laughs> You're awful! I feel like I always win when we're like not counting them. Story of my Start life. I'm texting the group. I'm gonna. I owned you on our last vacation. Owned you. I guess that's my own fault for not being like, Mia, add it. Yeah, <laughs> I totally do that. Mia, go ahead and just add 20 coats that Meg owes <gasps> me. Oh, <laughs> not that many. It was seriously like at least eight, though. <laughs> Let's wow, just do coach. seven. No. Thank you, Kathleen, for yes. your story. Thank you, and friend. For making Kathleen. my year. Yes, thank you, friend. Okay, how about a joke? Why did Hedwig get detention at Hogwarts for using owl language? <laughs> That's cute. That's a hoot. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> look at the owl in the chat oh my god oh, oh man with an h said who would be mad at that though no not me james What's likes to say owl owl all right if you would like to follow us on social media, myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. Mm. I don't believe anybody got bingo tonight, no. but the house cup standings 
are I always go to type them and then Mia sends them immediately. Where are they? There they are. Thank you. No! <laughs> Ravenclaw is in first with 5,505 points. Gryffindor is in second with 5,320. Hufflepuff is in third and Slytherin's in fourth. I do not subscribe to that. Don't cook on here, Tasha! <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, Ravenclaws. Congrats. Good Doing job. Great. Like Willy Wonka. No, stop. Oh, no. no. Stop. Freaking Grandpa Joe. I forgot that you don't like him either. Just like the Chrissy. worst. Yeah. There's a Facebook group for that. There is. It's really funny. It's so funny. Uh, Sorry, Mia. That's it. What's this for? Merlin's saggy left something. Okay. Ear. Yeah. That concludes <laughs> this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Look at my voice. <laughs> We're gonna don't try worry. to be more active on um, socials, doing that yes. kind of stuff. Yeah. So look, look to the social meds for those things. Well, All right. Should be in those the parts we just said right like the other episodes yeah we can talk about that stuff too okay so that's where that stuff went so don't be alarmed i know you guys are creatures of habit and everybody likes a schedule (laughs) so that's where that is say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill